0: It's Friday night again and welcome to the Sanctuary First Friday Night Review and uh, we have our weekly review and this is a review that is uh, a podcast that goes out on Spotify and also goes out on iTunes and you can watch it on Facebook or you can watch it on our app, the Sanctuary First app or indeed you can watch it on the website at www.sanctuaryfirst.org.uk where there are many other goodies that we will be reviewing and thinking about this evening. But before we get there, a welcome to our panel. And first of all, we're going to welcome our, uh, our guest tonight, who is our guest writer. She, uh, Linda was with us last week, but it's great to have Linda Pollock with us as a writer this week. Welcome, Linda. It's
1: good to be here, thanks. Two weeks in a row, my goodness, i get the getting a gold star.
0: Yes, you are indeed. <laughs> we should yeah. make those.
2: We should definitely make stars.
0: <laughs> and, and welcome to you, James Cuthcart, who joins us as usual as part of the team.
2: Thank you. Just a wrestling a frog there that appeared in my throat. <clears> throat> yes. Hello. Hi there, Albert.
0: <laughs> and welcome to Lorna Dagen. Hello. Well, there we go. Great to have you all with us tonight. And our theme tonight is we're thinking about praise, love and tenderness. And God's love reaching into our lives and how that affects the way we live our lives. And it's going to be connecting with the whole idea of rediscovering a new way to live as we think about resetting and going forward. So there's lots of interesting things we're going to be exploring and thinking, I hope, this evening in our discussions. But I think some of Linda's writings this week are going to shape us and get us thinking and perhaps we might even find ourselves being drawn to think about issues that are challenging, but also end up being encouraging because this, see, the theme of so much of what Linda's been writing about, praise, love, and this sense of the tenderness of God is something that is just really good for people to hear today because oh, so often yes. people are missing that, aren't they?
3: Yeah, I got the sense this week that... Uh, That Linda's um, reflections and prayers were really needed, you know, within you know, throughout the community. Um, I just, I just had that sense, and that there was such love, such love in them, Linda. Um, really, really beautiful. Um, but that's it. I just felt that love a god and it is tenderness is just the right word albert it's just just beautiful i've got lots to say tonight so well,
0: great. there you go and you were telling me earlier on this evening you were feeling a bit tired so there you go you're inspired already but listen guys um, what kind of week has it been for you uh, I won't throw it to e, James, because last week he was really... He was really I, I, crumbled. I crumbled. I crumbled under pressure. It was shocking. Laura always has something ready to say. Well, like, <laughs> what week has it been like? Well, it has been... Um, it's been...
3: A, I know I say this all the time. It's been a very busy week. It has indeed been a very busy week. But it's been um, a really... Um, it's ended up being really good. Because as... Um, regular um regular um listeners um know and r- regulars um, in the uh, prayer community know that chico maponi has had some issues over the past um couple of weeks he'd injured his leg then um there was a falling out um with uh, his friends um his horsey friends and he was really uh he's not been himself, he's been really out of sorts, and then I found out this week that actually he had been the bully in the new field, and I was oh I was so upset. Um, but I think this is because um he could still see his other friends, you know, and there was this oh, just horses, oh, they're like children, like children in the playground. Um, so I was really upset when I found this out, but Um, I've moved him into another field now, and I brought him in tonight, and it seems that these ones have really welcomed him, and he came in tonight, and he was so relaxed, because he's been quite tense, you know, quite tense in his frame, and in his body, and in his energy, so tonight when I brought him in, he was just so relaxed, and really... Feeling quite happy. So uh, I got lots of Chico love tonight. And so I feel as if like the week has ended really well. And then now I'm talking with you friends. And uh, this is uh that is Ender on a high.
0: a lot of the horse whisperer. <laughs> yes. yes. So- uh-huh. So so people will be
3: pleased to hear because people keep asking me how's Chico. So they'll they'll be glad to know that Chico is, uh, yes, all going well now, and uh, we can relax.
0: I think now. Oh, that sounds good. Uh, Linda, what kind of week has you been? Have you been pretty busy this week?
1: Yeah, um, I thought because I, I took on a new charge during COVID, it might not be quite so busy. <laughs> Anything but. <laughs> But uh, it's been a really good busy. Sometimes busy is just bad busy. But this busy has been very helpful and very um, productive. But uh, some gorgeous uh, conversations with people, you know, just it's amazing just how people can love God and how they articulate that and express mm-hmm. that. And it does my heart good. And I've, every night this week I've had to do Zoom meetings and I mean, I had a wonderful Zoom session maintenance on Tuesday night. And it's so lovely to be again in the company of people. I don't really know them yet, but I'm getting to know them and they're starting to relax a wee bit and show their humour with me as well. So wonderful week. Thank you for asking.
2: Oh, that's
0: good. That's great. And uh, James, yourself, what's the week been like?
2: Yeah, it's been good. How's Matilda doing? She's doing well. Um, I think I I mentioned last week that um, there's a new bird obsession in her life. So my daughter absolutely loves birds. Well, the bird feeder is up. Um, We put in what they call the fat balls, you know, the the suet with the seeds and everything. And uh, I have a confession that um, to me, I haven't eaten one, (laughs) but for me, the idea (laughs) of like a delicious, I mean, imagine that battered, imagine something like that. I love peanuts, (laughs) Um, but I was looking at the ingredients and it says they contain mealworms. And I thought, no, I think, and then there's a big message saying not for human consumption. So, um, so far they're safe and uh, they're out there and the birds, yeah, we've had some birds coming in. So it's been really lovely to see that and to see your excitement. You get so excited every time a bird flies in. Yeah, you know, just though,
3: what, age. There is some places uh, I think in the world where they do um, eat that, and I think they're quite nutritious. I'm talking about like mealworms and things like that, <laughs> you know, and like the the insects and things. I think they're supposed to be quite nutritious. So Bell, I'm actually yeah. sure it probably would have been all right, James.
0: <laughs> can I? Can I <laughs> just not say try this at home, folks? <laughs> actually, <laughs> first, we do not recommend that you eat the worms.
1: It's <laughs> only protein. And, and, and,
2: and this was all said in jest. Please do not please do not eat anything that is not fit for human
1: consumption. <laughs> I knew a woman who used to make her own fat balls for the birds. She, if he, she was always frying something. So she'd put the, the the lard in the a big container and then at the end of the month she'd scoop it out with uh uh ice cream scoop and then she'd fire loads of seeds into the, it and then roll it in her, her hands were full. um <laughs>
2: I bet the, the birds loved it. Them.
1: Birds didn't care. she Should freeze them and then they take a shape and then should should hang them out or, or put them into your feeder. Great Marian was the lady's name.
0: See there you go. We listening to Sanctuary first. You see, this is the great thing about this Friday night review. You can get all kinds of culinary suggestions as well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> from from horse whispering <laughs> to to feeding the birds. <laughs>
2: all of life. All of life. Uh, all of life.
0: Looking at the website this week, uh, the, anything particular that caught your... I mean, we, we, we've maybe not been as... Uh, there's not been a lot of new stuff up this week because part, I know part of it is the, the Jack's been in holiday, the Steels have been on holiday, but uh, there's been some new stuff up, but uh, anything particular that's drawn your attention? Well, I have... Um...
3: Been uh, looking at the music. This is something that I am. I delve deep into the music archives, like every week. Um, especially whenever um, I'm on uh, organising um the the worship in my uh, probation church, and. Uh, so I'm always looking through the archives, and now I'm like I'm like recommending stuff to people just like for just for fun as well. Like oh we have got all these songs on the Sack website. Oh yes, and it's like fantastic. You know it really is. You know, getting a wee playlist going because I'm thinking this is what we maybe what we need to do next. album but there's, yeah. there's over playlists. S-
0: there's seventy or eighty songs. Now oh on the,
3: yeah, uh-huh. on, on the site. Uh huh. So, um, one of them, um, so we've got, uh, there's some really, really beautiful, um, really beautiful songs. And like ones that that you're like, oh, you know, maybe that we've just had on for like one service and and then you forget about it. But when you go in and have a wee look, you know, you're like, oh, be reminded of that. And um, there was one recently. um, Now, what was it? The one about. Oh, there, there's that many I, i'm a big fan of uh, all of ian Jamison's work so i um, <laughs> and uh, uh not just for his chat but for his music as well so yes uh, he's a I'm, double threat he's yeah double he threat. is so um uh, a are getting um, they're getting some ian Jamison this week i think they got ian jemison a couple of weeks ago as well
1: <laughs> and ian padgett <laughs> yes Mm-hmm. Are you putting them into a PowerPoint or are you putting them onto a website? Eh, we are putting them up on the screen
3: and we're also putting them in our videos that because we make a video, a video that goes out um, and then we're, we're showing them on the screen as well for the live service.
1: Because I've been trying to upload them to put into the a PowerPoint presentation that we show in church on Sunday and I can't uh-huh. do it. So maybe I'll, I'll pick your brains and work out how to do that after. Yes. Mm-hmm because i mean a lot of the songs i think they're magical um and i wanted to use ian paget singing all you need is love um but i couldn't i sat for an hour and couldn't work it out because i'm a bit thick about technology so another time i I used john denver instead and there was tears everywhere Uh, uh, (laughs) absolutely
0: but you know i i was thinking maybe you Looking through Laura, I would have come across a Bruce Davis's song,
1: oh, which yes. links
0: into. I thought we might at some point talk about you, you uh, Linda, and your latest uh, um, podcast.
3: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh.
0: But maybe to introduce this idea of a discovery, the God who's discovering is in search for us, discovering something new about God and about ourselves. Because I think that's one of the things we've been discovering this week in, in Linda's writings is that she's been drawing us into to, to really understand something about the love of God that is so deep beyond our measure and the, discovering things about God and our, also about ourselves. But that God pursues us, mm-hmm. this, this idea, you know, of yep. God pursuing us and will not let us go. And there's a beautiful song, uh, the Bruce Davis song, and I don't know, maybe we could play a little bit of that, uh, Ray, to just listen to that. Mm. No, we're not hearing it.
4: never seen the rain, rulers of a kingdom full of joy, never marred by any pain. Morning all around the seats to celebrate the life they've just begun. In the majesty of innocence, the king and queen come walking in the sun. Of deception now begins with his deception of the word And with all his craft and subtlety The servant twists the simple truth
0: While hanging in the balance is a world which had been placed at fair command Hold them down to
4: Satan's Then just before the evening, in the cool of the day, they hear the sound of God as he is walking. And they can't abide his presence, so they try to hide away. But still they hear the sound as he is calling Adam. Adam, where are you? Adam, Adam, where are you? In the stifling heat of summer now, a gardener and his wife are in the field. But it seems of thorns, the souls of the only cross his labors ever yield. And he eats his meals in sorrow till he sinks into the dust from whence he came. all down through the ages he can hear his maker calling out his name. Where are you? Adam,
0: Adam, where are you? Adam, Adam, where are you? The voice of God that calls down through the ages and speaks to all of us in so many different ways. Where are you? the God in search of us as we hide from his presence. What do you think of that one? That song, you, 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 you've you heard it before, a eh, worth listening to again?
1: Oh, yeah. I've never heard it before. I've never
2: heard it. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's nice hearing the 12 uh, string guitar. Um, it was a very kind of um, singer songwriter 1970s kind of vibe to that and, and uh, Bruce belting it out there um and that um yeah that cry that sense that he's letting rip in the chorus just mm. like where are you um and that idea that um yeah god isn't giving up on us
1: i've never yeah. heard the song before but i uh, um valued uh, the story behind it you know the the point he was making at least that i heard was the, the pursuit of god's pursuit of us and god's constant searching us out and and god's Taking the initiative every time, irrespective of who we are, what we've done, or what we feel to do. And that just firms up for me my understanding of who God is, you know, the one who'll pursue us and an ardent lover, like an ardent lover pursues the one he or she loves. That's the way God is with us. I just, it blows my mind. I can't get my head around it, but I can get my heart around it. And that's a difference, you know, Mm -hmm. when we, think with our, when we try to understand scripture, I think, or try to understand God exclusively with our mind, I think we're in trouble. I think it's more of a, a heart thing, a soul thing. And I think that's why children get it more than we do, because they're not going automatically to the picking it apart with our intellect, and they're simply trusting it, feeling it, enjoying it and valuing it, you know?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. One of the other things looking this week was, uh, James, did you uh, see the, the podcast on Eve uh, as I we did. think about Women in the Bible?
2: I did, because I am in the Sanctuary First team. I got to listen to it uh, not last week, but the week before last. Right. Uh, so I'm on the inside track, Albert. Um, I have uh, I've already listened. Um, no, it's a brilliant conversation. This is the Time of the Month podcast, which uh, Laura and Linda, who are on the panel, um, this evening, uh, uh, host, and uh, every week you guys um, invite a guest to come on and talk about a, a character uh, from the Bible, and uh, at the same time uh, to discuss contemporary issues and um, how how these things relate. And, and And particularly because the characters that you've picked up on are the women that are. Um, I don't know, the women, everyone in the Bible has a complicated story that comes after their lives, but I think the women, it's particularly complicated um, given the the relationship between men and women throughout the centuries. Um, and one of the things you see in the Garden of Eden and the story of Eve is how the story's been hijacked. And so actually every time people come to that story they're having to wade through layers and layers of you know Laura you touched on in the podcast on the idea of advertising you know that you can advertise anything with there's a woman and she's got long hair and there's something hanging from a mm. tree and like we all instantly know what that is even though actually how much of that is the bible um and uh, even the idea of um uh, the apple which of course you know it was just a piece of fruit um not necessarily an apple but it, there's so much in that story which we've um yeah had to wade through and i think that's a really interesting um one for you to have explored particularly because you know with the whole podcast that's the idea right to uh, um what's the what's the plan going forward as you um continue to i mean is it the guest who, who who suggests the person is that right
3: yeah. uh, no not always no um uh, sometimes it's uh, well most of the time it's a uh, well we've only we've only done a few
2: um (laughs) you're you're getting into it
3: yeah we're we're really I feel that each one actually is like we're getting into the kind of vibe here you know we know where we're going and we know where we can kind of uh push it It, what I really like is is I I feel as if like I I feel that we're maybe taking on we kind of personas as well uh you know like uh Linda's the wise one, you know. Linda's always got you know <laughs> <some> <laughs> wise words to say, you know. And I know that I know that. Well, I can ask the questions that probably other people are saying you know, because <laughs> Linda will have a good answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have that in writing.
2: <laughs> Put that in your CV, Linda. <laughs> <London. Yeah. Yeah. laughs>
0: a reference
1: you. <laughs> Hi. Well,
2: you know,
0: I must say, J- James will tell you this. You know, that, you know. In the writings for next month, I have introduced a secret heroine in the passage.
4: Um, he has indeed,
2: who, yeah. who will be the leitmotif for the entire week. Oh, yeah. oh excellent! And oh.
0: it's the character of Hannah.
2: Oh, the Aww. secrets out, <laughs> the <laughs> secret's out. But, but, That wasn't very long. I mean, was... <laughs> it
0: wasn't very long. It's an open secret, but it's a Hannah character because it's the same kind of thing that just there's. There's so much we can learn from the different biblical um,
1: characters,
4: mm.
0: you know. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it, it just, I find it um, interesting to hear some of the stuff that Robert was saying, you know, from a man's perspective of, of how Eve has been portrayed and how her character has been assassinated and um, how an identity has been imposed upon her, which is a common theme with all the women we've been looking at. Um, and I was talking to a friend from, from home, from Northern Ireland tonight. We were talking about Arlene Foster having had to resign um, or choosing to resign as the leader of the, the DUP in Northern Ireland. And we were, we were talking about how even with her, they, um, they accused her of promiscuity, of adultery and how it's so easy just to throw sexual accusations um, at a woman, and that brings her right down. But you do it to a man. No offense. no. Oh, nothing. But it's no a nothing and it's, yeah, the, it's, it's the double it's standards. The, yeah. yeah, it's the <laughs> weapon, the the ancient weapon that's been used for for generations. You know, and it's a real shame that. But I think I think on our podcast, I think Eve came out, came out well. Came out mm-hmm. looking like we think she really, she really is, you know, a good, strong woman who gave birth and is the, well, you know, it depends how you, you look at it, is it poetry, is it, is it um, to be taken literally? Either way, the story there is about creation of and and conceiving and giving birth and, and I think also we touched on how God's identity was almost attacked because of his punishment.
3: Yes, yes.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was a, a wide-ranging uh, conversation that included references to both Notre Dame and bouncy castles, uh, yeah. which is certainly a first for a Sanctuary First podcast, and possibly a first for podcasting. I don't know if those two uh, often yeah. go together.
0: So, um, so if you want to go and listen to that, but that podcast, you can find it uh, on on the Sanctuary First website, or you can find it on the, our a uh, app. A uh, download the app from the app store. Or I think also, is it on Spotify and also Yeah, on it should be on
2: Spotify and Apple. And, and in fact, anyone that, that takes the feed from, I think that's how it works. You know, any of your podcasting apps that um, take the feed through Apple, um, you should be able to find the Sanctuary first stream. And then that is the time of the month. And there are, so there's been four, I believe so far. Um, mm-hmm. So you can just, yes. um, starting in, the start of this year, wasn't it?
1: Um
2: yeah. Sort of January, February, so... Um, do you go back and uh, listen to the listen to the series. And again. next
1: month we're going all international. We've got an American guest, so. Oh, really? that would be interesting. Uh, uber, her. uber left-wing feminist. So it'll be interesting to hear what she has to say. <laughs> I love are. her. She's one of my favourite people in the whole world. And I've known her about 20-odd years. Uh, and we're probably my closest friend, actually. Wonderful woman. Oh. Retired minister um, in the U.S., or pastor, as they say there.
0: Right. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll look forward to hearing that, really? uh, yeah. that discussion. Yeah. Anything else that's caught your eye this week on the site?
2: Well, hot off the press, Albert, um, you've just given us a blog post, um, which is about heritage heritage mission, uh, if I can get the phrase out. And uh, this is the first of a new kind of occasional series that we're starting, um, which is flying kites. And the idea is that every so often we're going to fly some kites. We're going to throw some ideas up in the air and see what catches the current. And this has been an idea that's been if it's fair to say albert it's been quite a number of years you've been kind of ever since you were moderator um at least because you referenced that in the piece but this kind of idea has been growing with you about how we can use the the rich um heritage and legacy that we've got um to um as a form of mission as a form of kind of creating an engaging way that people can access church interact with church and spirituality but then also go deeper um and uh, yeah this has been a bit of a passion for you, hasn't it, Albert? Well, I
0: think I think there's there's stuff for us to think more deeply about. I mean, I do think that um, when when you think about one of the things I mentioned in the blog is uh, that, that I think healing is a tremendous um, it's part of the as part of the the ministry of the church, and we've often, for some reason, we talk about mission. But we don't talk about healing and healing is part of the mission of the church and uh, i just make a, a, a small reference to get people maybe to read the blog but uh, when when I was visiting in Galloway uh, I, I went into a hospital and there was a group of people in the foyer uh, who were living with cancer but they were going out to walk and they, 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 they were they were a lot of good fun and they were just talking about how much they enjoyed getting out and walking and getting out into the country because it, it they, they almost felt re-energized and strengthened mm-hmm. and, and encouraged by being out in the beautiful Galloway countryside anyway. But later on that afternoon I also visited this, they, they'd opened up a small country church for me to visit and um, I put, began to think, why don't we have some of these country churches open for the ministry of prayer and healing? And and allow people maybe on their heritage trail or on their walk or promote the idea that you can engage with healing and even pick up some of the ancient liturgies and some of the liturgies within the church for healing and anointing with oil and giving giving people an experience of journeying somewhere, even on a pilgrimage, to engage with this whole area. So that's one of the areas I write about in the blog, but there's other things as well, I think about our heritage and how we can tie in arts and architecture and the ecology and all that within the whole area of mission.
2: Mm, and and you you sort of um juxtapose at the start of the piece this idea of conservation as opposed to preservation and you know it's not a case of just simply putting everything in aspic and saying okay we've got these churches we've got to keep everything exactly as it is because that's not a way you know when you think of ecology that's not a way to conserve um an ecosystem is it you know you have to make decisions you have to care about the environment and and see what it needs um so it's not a kind of argument for complacency which is not perhaps surprising of an argument coming from albert bogle but it's (laughs) it's a call to really engage with where we are isn't it and be rooted where we are um, and use that in a creative way rather than in a sort of defensive way
0: yeah i mean preserving the difference is we we should it's not about preserving something but it's about conserving what is best Mm. in order that it can be it can be passed on to the next generation, but also something new added perhaps onto it. So it's, it's the idea of conservation is not is not preserva- preservation.
2: Absolutely.
0: And I think when the church tries to preserve something, you lose it. I mean, it's a whole biblical thing about that, isn't it? About the the manna.
1: Mm-hmm. I think you know. also in our, our current climate in the church, where we're talking about radical action plans. I think the most radical thing we can do is not spend money on big mission outreach programs and and making our buildings uh, the the be all and the end all. And I think that if we simply sit down and and look around us and and see where there's a need and just be in our communities and build relationships. And I mean, who's the creator? Our God is the creator. And it's incumbent upon us to um, be creators also, be co-creators with with God. Mm And I think that its uh, mission is so much more than um, I think what we're trying to tell ourselves it is. It's so much broader and wider. And I think that we would save an absolute fortune and just, just, just by being in our community and touching our heritage and being in tune with it. And and I suppose, not taking advantage in a negative sense, but appropriating the way Christian, Christians have done for centuries. We've even appropriated pagan festivals, you know? Um, and Jewish festivals so mm-hmm. just let's just be who we are where we are, as we are and see how we can love people and love them into the kingdom like that
0: mm-hmm. Which perhaps leads us to looking at some of your material, uh, Linda that you've been writing this week um, reimagining <clears throat> I
3: think every, every day was just um, so good. You know, you started off, um, you know, started off the week, um, you know, like imagine, you know, and I loved that how, you know, each of the paragraphs, you know, <laughs> as we're starting, we're imagining this uh, ideal, you know, and I think, you know what, it was, I thought it was really great because, you know, for us, you um, is in the church of scotland i know not all the listeners are in the church of scotland but in the church of scotland you know we're we're thinking about you know these these changes that are going to come these plans you know a you know radically change Mm -hmm. um and you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be you know maybe resistant you know resistant to this um and i just love the idea you know like imagine a church without the labels you know i, I get, you know cuz you know the labels giving information such as contemporary praise or traditional worship or crèche for children you know and it's this you know I imagine it, oh how good that would be if we just if we just arrive and we just praise god together or oh, you know all of us together you know, imagine a church without gender-designated uh, expectations. Imagine a church where there's no majority of ethnicity. Um, um, and it's just this, you know, and imagine, like, just a, a church full of love. Oh, it was, it, I, I got that moved by, I shared that one this week. <laughs> I don't <laughs> always share them, but this one I shared because I was like, oh, no, I need to get everybody else We um, need this, you know, and be... Um, just you know,
0: when you're saying all that, it got brought into my mind this. I mean, I'm actually wanting a church without walls, without buildings, but just imagine that a uh, people have to turn up to one building and the the black church comes in with their gospel songs and they're ready to sing and then in comes the anglicans they're ready to sing their <laughs> stuff and somebody wants to play their pipe organ and there's a rock band wanting to play <laughs> <laughs> you know? and then there's the kids coming in and they want to be like you know, you know harry carrie you know but can you imagine and god saying, well there you go what a beautiful
3: joyful is that, noise <laughs> is that
0: not the kingdom
1: oh that's
3: that's it you know where it's like and it would be it just be like so i actually feel excited thinking about that you know like no imagine no denominations you know Mm. that's that we just come together to praise god to worship our lord you know how you know without the labels without the or let's challenge each other's theology or you know instead of just loving each other and so that was how i thought it was I thought that was a wonderful start to the week, Linda, because we really, you get people imagining and thinking about how how great it could be without all this baggage.
1: Our strength becomes our weakness, doesn't it? Or can become our weakness very easily. You know, the strength of the diversity, which reflects the immense... I suppose the status of who God is—that God can't be confined to one particular box or one particular label—and that strength is wonderful because the Anglicans like this, and the Presbyterians are chosen, frozen like that, and the the Brethren like something else—and that all to me says how big is our God, because God's not confined to any of it, and yet as this. Strength, this wonderful strength has become a weakness because now we're all in our wee holy huddles. And I don't believe that's why I'm going to go where, where they believe, that, like I believe. But I remember I was in a conversation with somebody who told me they wouldn't go to any other church unless they prayed, played a particular kind of song for her to sing um, because she just didn't feel it and it just wasn't her thing. And I thought to myself, you're missing the point of what church is. You're missing the point that we're going to give God praise and glory and we're going to give God ourselves rather than what's in it for me. You know, I always think of John F. Kennedy, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And I always start in there, ask not what God can do for me, but what can I do for God? You know, yeah. and turn it upside down. But I am I confess, Laura and James will back me up in this. I, I thought that the offerings I gave this week, just I really struggled with them and I wasn't happy with them. But you know, every time I preach in my imagination, I, I think of a, a servant wearing a hat and a, an apron and, and with a feather duster on one hand and a vacuum cleaner in the other. And I just pray, God, suck up the dross and the dust and leave only the good stuff that people need to hear. So I'm glad that on this occasion, God, by his spirit, allowed you to receive something lovely. Thank you for the encouragement.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, one of the things that I appreciate about your 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 approach, Linda, is that you'll often focus on a particular word. You know you'll you'll take like a longer reading and just say, no, mm-hmm. i want to I want to say something about this particular thing. Mm-hmm. And um, in the format of the daily worship, they're obviously quite short. Um, we have a word count we try to stick to. Uh, we don't always, but we try to stick to. And I'm always impressed when writers manage to write not in half the word count, not in a third of the word count, but under a third of the word count. And I think uh, there's a particular one. So yesterday when you were reopened, I checked it was 99 words and uh, you managed to say an awful lot in 99 words. And I think, you know there is that thing about um, brevity is the soul of which you know that shakespeare quote but i think there are times where just getting to the point and just saying something and just picking up the mm-hmm. point is really very useful um particularly in this in this format so the fact that you managed to to give us this very quick reflection and very quick prayer um in just a few lines um is really great and and you've got this thing about um the twinkle in god's mm-hmm. eye as he looks upon us and dotes on us and that as albert said at the start that tenderness has been a theme mm. um through your writing this week um mm. But then, as you've just said um, about this idea of not just being um, people who are expected to take, take, take from church or from God, but the idea that we give, and the idea that we are to, as you say in the prayer, help us to give of ourselves and to give away what we value most to you. And so, there's a kind of specificity there. It's not just the idea of giving, but it's actually where, where does it, where does it cut? You know, where does it get you? um what is the thing that is going to cost you to some degree but of course we trust in god that we do even if we give and give we will receive back um Mm -hmm. so it was a really nice willing post about being willing so thank you for that Mm
0: -hmm. i thought your post the on resounding or resounding was again you shared a wee bit about your own faith journey but also yourself in, in in a time of grief last year Uh, where you find yourself then in Jerusalem. Mm. And uh, I thought at some point we might be able to talk about that as well, but Mm -hmm. uh, in the state of what's happened in Jerusalem at the moment and all that's going on there. Mm. But uh, in your your bereavement and in your grief, you found a, a way of turning that to begin to place the place of thanksgiving and praise. And I thought that was really a... It was insightful, but very, very helpful to to me. So thank you.
1: You're very welcome. It it goes back to the, we're here to give to God in church. And people, I think, sometimes forget that it's in our giving that we receive. And the sacrifice of praise, I think, is one of the the most valuable sacrifices God receives from us. Um, It's easy to sing the happy songs when you're happy, um, but when your heart's breaking... The, the hardest thing to do is to sing ha- ha- for me, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Um, and in that we church, I couldn't believe it. I was so annoyed with myself because all I've been doing, oh God, I'm so upset, I miss my, my brother so much and and why did he have to go so quickly? You no, know, all the usual <laughs> script that you go through and I just thought, no, I've got to change this song that I'm singing into a new song and I, and I started to sing, it was a spookiest, holy spiritist moment I've had in a long time and I was just sitting singing this in my head and the, the leader sat sitting in front of me and I wasn't making any sound and she just turned around and says, would you please sing a song? And I I don't sing publicly very easily. I, you know, I don't, it's not something I would do like Albert Bogle burst into song. Um, if I thought nobody was listening to me, I'm okay. I'm having to carry on. I could. But I, had, I sang this, this chant that I knew and after the second verse, people started, the second time people started to join in and it was just almost like, I was in heaven, all the angels singing, you know, mm. and it was a beautiful gift that God gave me. And I think that this sacrifice of praise, and um, giving God when it hurts and, and it's hard, I think God really honors that, you know. And, and I don't know about you, but I I feel him here, <laughs> on my shoulder, you know. Oh, I, I actually physically feel that, and
3: uh-huh. oh, so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. I'm so grateful. That one was actually that. This um, reflections actually sat with me all week. I've found it. Um, I think in your in your honesty, Linda, and your and you know, giving yourself in that that was actually an answer to prayer for me this week. Yeah, thank this you. um because and I just keep and there's a challenge in it. Um, that I feel that God's keeping saying to me, what. What's your new song, Lara? You know, you've had all week to think about it. Which your new song? You know, and um that's that's say uh, I, I just find it really, really powerful, Linda. It was uh, really but it it stuck with me. Stuck with me all that time. Um and the other one when you were saying there about um the other one I felt that was an Anthony prayer this week, just when you say that you felt, you know, God dear. Uh, on your shoulder where where is it the one where um ah oh, I'm trying to find it the chick yes
1: aye today's one is it the is that that is it today's yes today's, yeah, uh-huh. today's first, yeah.
3: yes because that um I find that that same um, there's been times in my life especially in prayer but actually quite often whenever I've um whenever I've been uh, like singing or making music with you know friends um you know for the Lord um and I can feel you know it's just that's where I feel the Lord just there and it is cheek to cheek and and it and it just kind of stopped me in my tracks and I was like oh that feeling that feeling of just being loved you know just being loved by the Lord just sitting in his presence and being loved Mm-hmm. um it was so beautiful so beautiful and I, I feel as if we're being quite we're being quite personal tonight um but I think that's what you I feel that that's what your writing's done it's like right got got us to kind of it's got into, well it's got into my heart you know so I don't feel as if I want to kind of you know talk theologically you know, about it. I don't want to be like, you know, what I want is is to be thinking about this personal, intimate relationship that I have with God. And you shared that. And it's like, oh, I want to share that too. And, and you know, I'm sure that other people that have um, been been reading it have have felt that intimacy, you know, that, just that sheer closeness and
1: intimacy. Good. I'm glad you felt that because that was my, my hope. I think folk think that God is is uh, many think God is remote, but many think God is um, their pal or their buddy, and that's not about intimacy. I don't think that pal God's my buddy. All right, mate. That's not about intimacy. That's ignorance. I think. Forgive me if I'm upsetting anybody or hurting anybody. I think people need to um, go a wee bit deeper than that to get to intimacy, Um, and I think that. I keep saying this, but it's, it's truth, um, awe and, sh- and suffering are the, the two primary roads into that depth. You know, the birth of a baby, the awe when you're you're rendered speechless. And y- 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 <laughs> that's what it's like, you know? Um, okay. And then that opens the door. And the suffering when you're crying out and you, you don't have the words to articulate your deep deepest deep sorrow. <laughs> but again, it's the suffering and the awe, these moments that open the door to a deeper intimacy, and I think that folks often mistake a palliness um, for intimacy. It's, it's not, and and God is He is there for us. And if if we just happen to, if we just take the, the time and the energy and make the the effort to to reach out, because you know,
0: yeah, Linda, you you picked up we, the Psalm one hundred and seven, which is a beautiful Psalm. You know, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Those he redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Um, And you got to talk about the importance of learning to understand thanksgiving. And I thought what you said about how often when we pray, we can... We can keep on reminding God about like a shopping list of things we need where you you you, you very clearly say, look, God knows what you need. Mm-hmm. But maybe what we need to be is good, well-mannered and, and begin to say thank you for yeah. all the things that we see around us instead of talking about all the things that, that we're worried about or concerned about. He yeah. knows these things, yeah. but it's in... Lifting our eyes to say thanks for what we have, that we discover something of, the, of, of, of what it truly means to to be caught up in God's presence.
1: Yeah. The attitude of gratitude is everything. Um, it's just so important. And if we, do, if we do believe that God is God, why do we have to keep saying to him, here's what I need, here's what I need? You know, and, and for me, I confess, I really dislike prayers of intercession and Sunday in church writing them. I really dislike it, and if I had my way, it would just be silence <laughs> and, and say, thank you, thank you, God, because you've got it already, you know it already. But it was a guard who who said that prayer is not for God, it's for us. So I, I appreciate that people, when they hand their worries to God or give God their concerns mm-hmm. or whatever, it, 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 it eases their burden. But I would like to say that if you can say thank you and have that attitude of gratitude... The burdens and the worries and the concerns, the pale Indian significance, because you know, well, God's got this. You know, God knows the beginning, God knows the end, and everything in between. And and if we say, you know, oh, God, God works together all things for good to those that love Him, we say that so flippantly. Like we say that Jeremiah text, I know the plans I have for you, plans for you to prosper. You know, well then, stop talking and start believing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, well, I mean, I think we're going to touch on this if we
0: get a chance tonight before we finish on Thy Kingdom Come and the Lord's Prayer itself, which she uh, gives us a real, a real model of how we should of what what prayer it's is. Only prayer
1: Jesus taught. He didn't teach any other prayers. And um, if you go on and the websites and you see all these prayers that are three yards long, and, and Jesus gave us everything we need in that one prayer.
3: I know that's it. That like, every type of prayer is in that. You don't need you don't need any other prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that the thing about the Lord's prayer is is, you know, I think we've we've numbed ourselves to it, you know, it's like just too familiar. Uh it is. And it's um, you know, so people don't always think about what they're saying, you know, mm-hmm. and but and words are so powerful as well, you know, it's like it, and it's it is the perfect prayer.
0: Well, listen, we want to picture that just at the end tonight. We want to go yep. up on that tonight. <laughs> so uh, can I can I just hold you back on that one at the moment? Uh, and let's just finish up with the where Linda has been taking us, because I what I've detected is that Linda has taken us to this place of of praise and thanksgiving and, and gratitude into the very heart and love of God and reminding us how much we are loved by God. But also I like way Linda, even in this discussion tonight, has been encouraging us to see God is God. And it's not, it's not our buddy or just, you know, we, our chum, but it's something deeper than that. And, and it takes us into the whole area of holiness and the, 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 the God who, is, who, who comes close to us, but also is holy. And demands our respect and our love and our gratitude and all that goes with that and i think you've tried to bring all that out in your writings this week linda really do um, and i thought that the john 15 one reading was just wonderful mm-hmm. to abide oh, in christ uh,
3: yeah i love that repetition of abide. you know and it isn't you just it, i just pictured this you know just Being in the presence, living in the presence, just just burying deep, you know, in that presence of God. as The invitation to abide is beautiful. Offering us a dwelling place that suits our needs. Be that somewhere to receive power or somewhere to be still and ponder where we've been and to whom we belong. Just beautiful. Abiding is all about being secure, and and when we abide in Christ, He tells us that no matter what we face, we do so as we live in Him, and He lives
0: in us. Well, one more thing. Can I? I don't want to miss this. I thought the reopen a uh, time and the Exodus story 35, 25 to thirty five. I just love that whole story about how all the gifts and, are woven together to make this amazing yeah. eh, temple on the move, yeah. you know, yeah. but uh, they're yeah. just drawn all together. Uh, and eh, I just like the way that you, the willing hearts, that's what you're talking about. You know, what makes community work is the willing hearts, the people say, I can do this, yeah. I can do that, you know.
1: And uh, then it happened on it? You know, yeah. that said, I can do this. Well, I trust you to do it. Then do it. You know, I acknowledge your gifts. Mm-hmm. How do people know what their gifts are if you don't give them a chance? You
0: know, general Linda, I must confess, in Bonesse, I had some amazing people like that. You come up with an idea and, you know, somebody like Ray, she's maybe listening, but she, she kills your ears. But, you know, she come up with an idea and she was, yeah, I can do that. And you know, before long, she would have designed something and pulled in other people, and uh, you know, and uh, but that goes, in other other people would be doing the same things. You know, uh, I remember years ago in in the church session, I decided I, I thought it would be a good idea if we changed the collection. We used to collect have the offering as you went out to church, and and I I thought to myself, I oh well, no, as you came into church, I thought to myself. People are forgetting to put their offering in, you know. So, <laughs> so I think we should uplift the offering. And of course, it was a free, St. Andrew's Bonus had been a free church tradition, and it was always that you put the money in as you came in. That was your first act of worship, your offering, you know. But anyway, so then, so we had, had a debate in the session, and they, they agreed that they would do the, the offering. But the one man who just wasn't happy with it, he he said he wasn't really happy with it. But the next session meeting, he came with the plates he had made.
1: Oh, Oh, lovely.
0: You know? Yeah. And, you know, and it's just like people, you know, okay, I'll do it. know and, and it's just i think we've got so many good people within our communities and our churches like that and we just need to we need to bless them and speak of them and encourage them
1: yeah absolutely yeah and it's all about community there's no no lone rangers in in the the economy of of god of christ jesus and these solo these ministers who think that they're be all and end all and nobody else can do anything but them or like them or as good as them. That worries me. That worries me a lot. Mm-hmm. So we're a community. We're together.
0: Uh-huh. I'm a really to with embracing. Pardon? Re-embracing. And that's what we were talking about that earlier on about holding, you know, God holding us up to his cheek.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that image. It's beautiful.
0: Oh, no, it? It's beautiful. The
1: whole book of Hosea is the most beautiful book, I think. you can. I, I read God's heartbreaking over and over again, and still He pursues over and over again, you know, and, and holds just close over and over again. You know? mm.
0: yeah. Listen, guys, before we finish tonight, I wanted to just talk about um, this um, <clears throat> initiative, Thy Kingdom Come, which has been uh, set up few years back by the Archbishop of Canterbury, and his idea was that uh, from uh, Ascension Thursday through to Pentecost, there are 11 days, and uh, during that those 11 days, wouldn't it be wonderful if we started to uh, refocus on what the church is really about? And a part of the church our calling is mission, and to, to, to bring others to Jesus. And the people we should be bringing to Jesus, again, something that Linda said earlier on, it's not about big programs. It's the no. people we know. Mm-hmm. It's, our, it's our families. You know, our our grandchildren, our children, our neighbors, people we know. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, and they, we live beside them. And and, and he, he had suggested that, you know, when we pray our Father which art in heaven, and then we pray your kingdom come, we should be praying it, expecting it to come and expecting something to happen and lifting our neighbors and our friends into God's care. So he suggested that five, because we've got one hand, five, write five names down. And over the next 11 days, pray for those five people and see where it takes you. And uh, that was six years ago. And now this, this program is developed into 97 countries all over the world. During, during this period from Ascension to, to Pentecost, people are praying for their families and friends to come to know Jesus. Oh. I think it's the most effective way.
3: Well, it's just amazing, isn't it? I just think, you know, I think um, whenever I was in, um, when I was in View Park on placement a couple of years ago, um, we would have these... Um, you know, prayer vigils quite often, you know, and it would maybe be, uh, I think we started off like it was like, you know, 12 hours and then we did like 24 hours. And then it was, uh, I think on the run up to um, Pentecost, we actually did like a week long prayer vigil and see the, see the power of the spirit in the church It was amazing. Like you stepped in, and you just oh, you felt the presence so powerfully. Oh, it was amazing, and you were thinking about people were coming in off the street just so as they could feel it. (laughs) You know, it was was so good, and um, oh, so was and like these kind of things you know the, the power you you're finding out you know that you know people had been prayed for and things are happening it was so wonderful whenever you were getting the feedback and finding out oh, the, about all the the amazing things that were happening in people's lives you know we can never um we can never underestimate you know prayer oh no it changes lives
0: <laughs> oh, you know i i just feel so sad when we read about how few professions of faith we have in the church mm-hmm. are bringing people to jesus
4: mm-hmm.
0: you know you know we, we we really need to be praying mm-hmm. that we would oh, have yes. more professions of faith because that's what we're called that's where you know philip an ethiopian we need more of those stories and it's not to get people to join on the church rules and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's much, much, it's much, much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. To come to know Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I know a church that is 300 on the road and 30 on a Sunday. You know, it'd be wonderful if it was the other way around, wouldn't it? Ah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, yes.
0: I mean, out, and, out sharing your gospel with people and, you know, that, that, That you know, maybe the thing is this profession of faith is just hearing where someone says, Yes, I follow Jesus, you know, I'm 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 a follower of Jesus. And and encouraging that and helping people to grow for that, and we can and we are changing our society and we can change our 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 kingdom, the world we live in, and that's one of the things, too, is to be praying for our governments, to praying for those in power, to pray for good things to happen in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a lovely uh, song that has been written for this week and for this uh, season, uh, Thy Kingdom Come, and it's to the tune, Abide With Me, which Uh we all know so well. And uh, I've asked Ray if we could maybe just go out on that tonight. And, you know, I'm just thinking, uh, as you're listening in tonight, I wonder if God's been calling and speaking to you. And you've been part of this for a while, listening in. And tonight something's happening that you're saying, you know, I am a believer. Maybe you need to profess it. Would you profess it tonight? Would you send us an email to contact at sanctuaryfirst.org.uk? It's not like Billy Graham, but just send us (laughs) because that's your profession. You're saying, yes, I'm a follower of Jesus. And maybe you've never said it before, but you know that's true. And maybe you need to speak it out. You know that way when you fall in love with someone and you love them and then you get the courage To say, I love you. Do you know that God has been pursuing you for such a long time? And he has said to you, I love you. Are you going to say back, I love you too, Lord? And say it out loud and maybe even say it in an email to Sanctuary First. What are we are going to do with it? We're not going to chase you up. We're not going to ask you for money. We're not going to ask you to join a sect. Mm-hmm. We might just rejoice with you. Mm-hmm. But as we do and as we think of these things, let's just go out tonight praying for one another and thinking for one another and perhaps keeping those five names in our heads and let us hear thy kingdom come song to the tune abide with me and so i so looked forward to catching up with you on sunday if you're free at three o'clock and or next week for the friday night review so until then huge thank you to linda pollock for being with us tonight and for giving us so much over the last two weeks thank you no, and, no, no. and thank you to james and to laura and as always to our technical support to ray Major in the sitting behind the scenes on our technical support so until next week god bless